Welcome to It Just Makes Sense. A podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated, former lovers. That explores all of the unpopular opinions, conspiracy theories, and cult leaders that make us want to scream, It, it Just Makes sense. sense. I'm Sam Smith. And I'm Jeff Seifert. And this week... We're talking about the assassination attempt of Bob Marley. That's why I didn't. Yeah, that's wild. I know nothing, I guess, about him or his life or death. You know, like I knew this happened, but I didn't really know like all of the environment around it. Yeah. Like in Jamaica at the time. Like, okay. Like I obviously knew like his music was politically engaged and things oh, like see, that. Like I know nothing about. Like if you listen. Like after you listen, after we this podcast, I'm like it says, "Don't worry, be happy." And you like listen to the lyrics like a little bit more if you ever do. Oh. You'll you it rings a little bit truer, okay. like it's easier to pick up. Yeah. But um, yeah, more or less, what I know is that there's a Bob Marley drink at all of the all inclusives in Jamaica. That's delicious. I mean, he's probably the most famous Jamaican ever to walk the planet. Well, no, I know, and like I know his music, but I don't know. I could almost say the same thing for like. A lot of artists. Like, oh, I just I don't agree. know much about that. Completely agree. So I'm like, that's all I'm aware of. And I think his birthday was this month in really? May. Well, this will come out in June. But yeah, yeah May. Like, I want to be like, I know Rihanna's probably one of the most famous, like. Haiti? Yeah, Haitian, Haitian. woman. Mm-hmm. They don't know much about her life other than she got beat she up. Got beat up. <laughs> and she's a billionaire. I, that's what I mean. Like, I know she's very Badass successful. bitch. And she's yeah. always late for her concerts. I'll wait for their movies. I know a lot about Selena. I know a ton about <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are something else. <laughs> Hit me with it. So in December of 1976, Bob Marley was shot in Jamaica. Most of this information comes from a documentary called Who Shot the Sheriff? A Bob Marley story. Was that his song? On Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the I, I Shot the Sheriff. Yeah. I did yeah. not shoot the deputy. Yes. Yeah. So there are many theories of who was behind the assassination attempt on the peaceful Rastafarian. Some people speculated that it was the opposition party that shot him. Some people speculated that even the CIA had a hand in it. Oh, my God. In order to understand why anyone would attempt such a heinous act, you'd need to understand a little bit of the climate in Jamaica in the 70s. As a young man, Bob Marley was rejected by his family, and he was completely broke. He was living on the streets in Trenchtown, like the song says. You know, like, the government yards in Trenchtown? You know that line? No. I don't even know what song you're referring to. (laughs) I think it's No Woman, No Cry. (laughs) Another great song by him. I guess I, like, I know his music, but until you start saying, I'm like, yeah. right, 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 mm-hmm. right. So Cox and Dodd was a music producer who took in a young Bob Marley and gave him a place to stay. The music producer gave Bob his first break and a chance to sing and perform. So, like, did he, like, he, did he want to be a performer? Like, he was It seems to be out? the case. Okay. Yeah, okay. it seems to be that he was really interested in music. Gotcha. Um, they didn't really get into too much of how he got linked up with this guy, but they were saying that this Cox and Dodd was a big music producer in Jamaica, and he gave him somewhere to live, and he gave him his first break. In his first break, he was not allowed to perform his own peaceful protest music. Okay. He could only cover pop songs. Oh. And it was like, they played a couple of clips, and it was really funny. Really? <laughs> like, that's Bob Marley. <laughs> so yeah, it was really wow. it was kind of interesting yeah. to start. Did it sound good or not? I mean, it just was different. It's, it was pop. It yeah, was yeah. like the like seventies kind of poppy. Yeah, music. I Maybe not seventies. Like his there. voice. Yeah, no, no, like no. That Definitely. genre, mm-hmm. you know. 
So as Marley grew older, his music started to change to embrace reggae, and he would include aspects of the Rasta movement, a religious and social movement of oppressed black people of Jamaica and the rejection of the colonization of Africans. Huh. I didn't realize that was all incorporated Me, there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Bob thought he could push the movement with song lyrics such as, get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. You know that one, right? Yeah. Okay. So he was the child of interracial parents. His mother was black and his dad was white. Also Mm. something I did not know. He said he couldn't be on either side. He was only on the side of God and wanted to bring unity to Jamaica. But in 1976, unity was anything but common. That year, there was an election for prime minister that pitted the incumbent Michael Manley of the People's Nationalist Party, who wanted to turn Jamaica more towards a socialist state, versus Eddie Siaga of the Jamaica Labor Party, the opposition leader who favored a return to capitalism. The two groups supporting the different men had created an atmosphere of violence and hostility in the country. Yikes. With each group holding areas of control known as a garrison. In these garrisons... They were like neighborhoods, I guess you would say, where the other supporters weren't welcome. Trenchtown, which Bob sings a lot about, and Trivoli were the rival garrisons within Kingston, controlled by a Don, kind of like a mafia leader, and a gang. Oh, my God. These gangs were young men who helped the politicians get out the vote. The politicians needed the gangs, and the gangs needed the politicians for cover from the police. So there was kind gotcha. of this, you scratch my back, yeah. I'll scratch. You get the vote like, out. How are they getting the vote? Intimidation. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe just getting their people to go and vote. It's just, they didn't yeah. really get into too, too much detail of that. So the rival gangs for the political parties often had deadly face-offs and multiple young men were killed. Bob Marley was sickened and upset about the youth fighting and killing each other in the name of politics. By 1976, Bob Marley had a global profile, and his music was widely known. He had been on the cover of Rolling Stone, so both political parties knew how important he could be to their election chances. Bob wanted to remain neutral. He was politically active in the respect that he wanted politics to work for the people to make their lives better, but he wasn't going to pick one or the other. Oddly coincidental, at the time, Bob lived in a house actually down the street from the current Jamaican prime minister. It was known as 56 Hope Road. So this is important because you'll hear a lot about 56 Hope Road in addressing to okay. Bob Marley. Like he used to bring in rival gang members and they try to like have a peaceful meeting okay. and stuff like that. They would record mm. there. They would jam between rivals and it often would turn contentious. Mm. So now, just like these contentious times at 56 Hope Road, Jamaica was turning almost into a war zone of political and class violence. Prime Minister Manley tried to take control and declared a state of emergency in Jamaica because it just got out of control. That's wild. Bob Marley decided he had to act to quell the violence. He decided he wanted to do something to unify and benefit the people. He was going to put on a free concert on December 5th, 1976. I just think that's wild. Like a like this global performer was going to do it. I guess they still do it from time to time yeah. to benefit things. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I don't think that's too crazy. So the Smile Jamaica concert. But was it just for, it was in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Was it just for Jamaicans or could like anyone come to it? I mean, it was 1976, so I don't think... Uh, yeah, and like how are air you the travel world now, really? was yeah. as common as right. it is now, but right, right. 
I think if you could get there, you could go. Yeah, Yeah, it was free. In Jamaica, the current ruling party decides when the next election will be held. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like, like, um, what are those? Uh, Like Canada has it that way. Um, I think the UK does it like these, uh, oh, parliament, parliamentary systems. The current leader calls the election when he thinks he, he or she thinks that he has the people on his side to try and be reelected. So like, what if he never wants, what if he's just like, oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, what if they're like, well, I'm just never going to call it. It's not time. So they have to within something like, it's usually like within the first two years that they're elected, they have to, they have to do it. Okay. So just so coincidentally, Prime Minister Manley decided to call for the election two weeks after the concert. Perfect time. Capitalizing on the goodwill of Marley. Mm. But Bob Marley didn't endorse him. But So he's kind of blurring the lines Yeah. There. So naturally, people from the other side... Were pissed. Uh, yeah. They were after Marley on a daily basis trying to stop the concert. Yeah. He faced numerous death threats and went under the protection of the Prime Minister's Socialist Party guards. So that further ties him in with the Mm -hmm. Prime Minister. So he's starting to look like he's really in bed with the current ruling power, but he wasn't. So on December 3rd, two nights before the concert, four men with guns came to 56 Hope Road and began pelting the house with bullets. Oh my God. Could you imagine? No. If you were in it? Right. Some people ran, but most people were stuck inside the house, and the bullets rained down from outside, striking his wife, Rita Marley, in the head. Don Taylor also was injured, who was Bob's manager. Bob himself was shot in the arm, but was not critical or life-threatening. Did his wife die? She did not. Oh, good. So now we get into the theories on just why someone would want to shoot the great icon of peace, Bob Marley. So the first one in the biggest stretch, in my opinion, centers around Bob's best friend, Skill Cole, a great Jamaican soccer player. Skill Cole was accused of fixing a horse race and really burning some people for some cash in the process. He fled the country after the race happened and owed a lot of people money. The theory was that Marley was paying off Skill Cole's debts from the horse fixing and he had missed a payment. No, I don't think that's right at all. No. I don't think that's... No. no, I don't think it makes no sense makes to me. Makes no sense. Because if he was paying any of them, why would they shoot him? Right. Like, he's worth more alive than right. he is the right. dead at that time, you know? And I also feel like, and this isn't, like, it's kind of an eye roll. Like, why wouldn't he have just paid them all at once? too yeah i don't know how wealthy he actually was oh okay like and i don't know how much money i don't know how much money that this soccer player owed yeah so um i'm assuming that it was a lot of money since he couldn't do that and just pay it off it's also wild to me this is nothing to do with that but it's wild to me that that because i just realized when you said that that there's some music like artists well a lot probably that are worth more after they're dead than when they were alive like you know what i mean yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, I was just going to say, and then I realized once I said, I'm like, it probably does happen a lot. Like, I think, don't quote me on this. I could be completely wrong. But there was something about the collection that Michael Jackson owned, like of his, he owned like the Beatles music and a bunch of other artist music that sold after oh, he died. Yes. That went for more than he made in his entire career. Oh, really? And that was like the biggest pop star on the face of the planet. Right. So it was... Uh, so, yeah, it's so really kind of crazy. I'd be like, get me into his estate. 
ASAP. Please. So the second theory that was discussed in the documentary involved the guards from the PNP or the Socialist Party. So this is the party he's being aligned with, the current prime oh, minister. Oh, oh. So they were protecting him 24 hours a day leading up to the concert. But just so coincidentally, they had let their posts empty the night of the shooting. They were there every night guarding Marley while he was rehearsing. But that night, they just so happened to show up after the shooting. Were they involved? I think it's not bad. It's not. I think this one has some merit to it. But like, why would they try to kill him, though? Well, they think so. So you know how they were all just great. Like everyone survived the shooting. Yeah. So none of them were fatal shots. Okay. Were, I mean, it could have been in the could head. Could have been, yeah. But they think the idea is that this they um, attempted to kill him to ga- garner political support gotcha. for their party. Like make it look yeah. like it was the opposition party trying to right, stop the concert. Right. So you I think what? there was some I think there's something merit to that. Because you know? it's true. Like why weren't they there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did any did the other party somehow pay off? Right. So then it gets into thinking about well, maybe they actually did. So you're really kind of confused. So they actually interview um, the opposition leader is in the documentary Bob Siaga's name, and he denies uh, any involvement in any of this to this day. Which Hmm. obviously he's going to. I mean, like Bob Marley is still immensely popular in Jamaica, and he's if he's still there, like. Why would you admit to it? Yeah. So another theory was that the attempt was coordinated by the CIA. And this is as outlandish as it first sounds. It's not really that crazy to me. Really? Yeah. Like, so there was an American film crew in Jamaica that arrived to shoot the Smile Jamaica concert. Okay. And oddly, the lead videographer's father was the head of the CIA at the time. Okay. So after the shooting, Bob had retreated to a safe house in an area called Strawberry Hill. The video group went to the safe house to meet with Bob after telling him after telling them that he actually, they had a relation to the CIA. So the night before, they went to the residence to document this group meeting on whether or not Bob should perform. Rita, his wife, was adamantly against it. Jeff Walker, a member of the video team, spoke up at the meeting and said, if you don't go on... The shooters will have accomplished what they wanted to do without killing you. Stopping the concert. Bob said he would go on stage, but only if he had a machine gun. <laughs> that was kind of funny. So the next day at the concert, it's five afters hour after the show was supposed to have started, and Bob Marley still hasn't taken the stage. Oh, yikes. He was said to be backstage talking to his wife about her concerns for his st- for his safety. Mm, I don't know about that. For but five hours. For five, yeah, no, for five hours. But ultimately, he does decide to take the stage. So, If I was in that crowd and I waited to wait for five yes. hours, I would have left. I would have left. Oh, well, I mean, it's a free concert. Bob Marley. I probably would stay. Okay, I left when Salt and Pepper were supposed to come to Buffalo and it was a free concert. And they were like two hours late. And I said, absolutely not. And I walked my ass out. The minute I get to our car, we can hear them enter the stage. And I was like, too late. Bye. (laughs) I'm sure they were devastated. Probably. I was so mad. (laughs) Continue. The The amount of people that had said to be in the park for the concert had grown from a couple thousand to 90,000 people over, over those five hours. 
Bob Marley took the stage, took the mic, and started by announcing that this concert was not supposed to be in support of either political party. He was only going to play a few songs. He ended up playing for over an hour. So 48 hours after being shot in the forearm with the bullet still lodged in his, in his arm, Bob performed for the people. He showed the crowds the bullet wounds that actually hit him, and his star grew even bigger. After the concert, Marley left the country to tour the world. He said he didn't feel safe in Jamaica any longer. He felt unsafe and he felt hurt. Hurt that either political party would shoot him for political gain. After he left, Michael Manley was reelected convincingly. So, it worked. You know, he had the concert yeah. after the election after the concert. He, he got support from it. So, after Marley left... The country grew poorer and poorer and got even more violent. Mm. The violence made it impossible for him to return, in his opinion. After the tour, Bob decided to take up residence in London. He wrote what was called the Album of the Century, Exodus, in London. From London, Marley became a political activist against the colonization of Africa. He was a social justice warrior. He went as far as to say that all governments should be illegal, or even are illegal. Back in Jamaica, Prime Minister Manley was getting cozier with Cuba. So this is kind of getting back into the CIA thing. I know I kind of Yeah, that's why it. I was like, you kinda never addressed why. Yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> it kind of comes back to it. Okay. So it, it shows you that they're there, and now this is kind of getting back into more why the people think that the CIA had a part in it. So the two political parties in Jamaica are very representative of the Cold War tensions at the time in the 70s. Marley's activism was seen as upsetting the status quo in the country. The CIA had an expansive file on Marley that can be viewed to this day, but it's heavily redacted. So Jamaica is leaning towards becoming socialist because of the leader and getting cozier with Cuba. The opposition leader wants it to be more capitalist, like the United States. He really wasn't doing anything. Bob Marley was saying, was kind of... Like in the bipartisan. Right, right. He was trying to stay in the middle, but it was upsetting the system. Whereas the United States wanted him to be more involved on the other side. Yeah. So now many people think that the CIA was working with the capitalist party, the JLP, JLP, the Jamaican Labor Party, to stoke the violence in the country and turn the population against Prime Minister Manley. Mm. The U.S. feared that continued Manley leadership would turn Jamaica into another Cuba. The opposition leader in the documentary said he had never dealt with the CIA but an informant that it, that was interviewed on the documentary said he knew of the CIA and he advised them to do nothing to stand in their way. So his associate was like, gotcha. he knew. Yeah. So he wanted no direct involvement, but he was okay with stoking the flames of adversity, if you will. So in 1977, after the tumultuous election year, with what many, many people thought was CIA-inflamed violence, the country once again turned to its most famous son, to try and stop the violence. Two rival gang leaders came together to go to London to beg Bob to come home to perform another concert. The One Love concert brought together the people of rival gangs, and they actually went on stage together. At the end of the concert, when Bob was performing, he brought up Prime Minister Manley and still the opposition leader, Bob Siaga, to shake hands on stage in the Olive Branch, hoping to further the peace. As nice as a concert it was, the violence didn't stop. It actually got worse. After the concert, Jim Brown, 
This is a local gang leader. Okay. Went to Marley's house to give him money from some of the ticket sales. When Jim Brown got to Marley's house, Marley recognized him. He was one of the shooters. Stop it. Mm-hmm. How did he see them? Well, that what at, at when, when he was shot? Yeah. They went inside. Oh, yeah, so they, they went inside the house? They did go inside. I thought you said time. they stood outside and peppered the house with bullets. So maybe I didn't make that clear. They did end up going inside oh, and shooting Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. So they started outside. They were peppering the house from bullets, and they did end up inside. Oh, shit, okay. So he did recognize gotcha. one, him as one of the shooters. Yeah. He wasn't sure. What an idiot. And then that guy's just like, sure, yeah, let me go drop off some money. I know, right? Well... He was a gang leader. He, he thought, what, what, what were they going to do to him? Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Okay. So he wasn't sure if this guy was actually one of the men that shot him, but he was definitely in the group of four men. Yeah. It was later discovered that this Jim Brown had a relationship with Edward Siaga, the opposition leader. Uh, like a relationship relationship? No, like oh, just like they, they were, were in friendly, yeah, whatever business. I don't know business associates gotcha. or whatever. So that kind of ties in the opposition party with right. the shooting. So I thought you meant like they were banging. Away. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, wow, in Jamaica, wild. So was he the mastermind of the shootings? It appears this might be the case, but it was never confirmed. Hmm. So. In 1981, the next election occurs in Jamaica, and the rival party, Edward Siago, was elected prime minister. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And then he was brought to the United States and honored by President Reagan. You're lying. Nope. Why? Because, like, they had changed yeah. from communism to yeah. changing from, from socialist, socialist to more capitalistic leader. And he was, they played the video of Reagan honoring him at the White House, calling him a great friend of the United States, and yada, yada, yada. <gasps> so that kind of ties into with the CIA theory. Yeah. Because now they've changed the power from communism, socialism back to capitalism. I think that's some shit. And the United States was known for doing this during the Cold War. Really? Oh, yeah. Like helping overthrow more socialist-leaning leaders in different countries in South, Southern America, well, South America, Central America, things like that. Like, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. So that same year on May 11th, 1981, Bob Marley died of cancer. He did? That's how he died? Yep. He had had cancer. It went undiagnosed because he didn't believe in going to the doctors. Ugh. And then he died. What Sadly, kind of cancer? Okay. Doesn't matter. I'll have to get with the research department and get back Thank to you on that one. <laughs> Sadly, his shooters were never brought to justice. And it's never been dis- never been found out. Solved. That's the word I was looking so for. How, Solved. <laughs> how badly injured was his wife? I guess not enough because she was able to go to the concert and like and uh, try meeting. to tell him. Yeah. 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 Three days later, she that's was at a, that yeah, meeting. Yeah. That's why I'm like, okay, so maybe it was just literally like a bullet grade. Right. So that's like part of one of the I, like things. Like if they were my... inside and they didn't hit anyone. Right. That's yeah. kind of why I thought 
that it was the ruling party at the time. Right, right. Because all of these injuries were not critical yeah. or life-threatening. Right. If three days later, they're at this meeting and then they're all at the concert, and no problem. And not to sound like a, I don't know much about gangs or guns or whatever, but you would think if like they're gang members, they obviously have had experience with guns. With guns. Like yeah. they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. It's weird. What do you think? I think the CIA did it. You do? I think the CIA was a mastermind. Yeah. I think because it goes along with, like I was saying, what they've done in other countries. So I think because I have some knowledge of that historical perspective on what they've done with other leaders, I think they could have done this too. Mm -hmm. I think it's just too coincidental too that that videographer was the CIA, the director of the CIA's son. I don't think so. Power goes where power is. So I feel like when you're in, like, if you have a nice job, usually you're well associated with other people. I don't know. They were just a video crew. It's not like he was the leader of a, yeah, like a producing house or well, publishing house. I just think, house like, the head of CIA, CIA's kids have to have jobs too. Fair. I just think it's all too, too coincidental for me. Like, to me, I just feel like that shows more like nepotism. Like, oh, my son run is like a videographer. Uh, Use him. You know what I mean? Like, mm. get him the job in Jamaica. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever, I guess. I'm kind of leaning towards that it was the part, whatever. The, the party in power? Or the yeah, the power party in power. Of the current prime minister? Yeah, where were the guards? Yeah, that's it's shady for it's sure. It's shady, shady boots. Now, now you see why there's such a discrepancy, why people think it could be so many different things that happened. Why do people still want to know? Well, I guess because it's a big thing. I mean, conspiracy theory. Yeah, I know. Like everybody wants yeah. to know. I guess just to me, because like, I feel like with other conspiracy theories, it's more like who killed who or like nine, like what caused 9-11. No one died in this. Well, they tried tried to kill him. <laughs> they didn't try very well. They were in his house. And I know. Didn't kill I feel him. like it. Like okay, we can say it was this. Was it? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> Maybe that's the conspiracy. <laughs> that was a good one. Wild. Wasn't it? Yeah, you should watch it. It's short. It's only okay. like fifty minutes. Perfect. Actually. It's right up our alley. Yeah. What? Where did you find this? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, friends. Well, let us know what you think. What party do you think was involved? Do you think it was the CIA? Do you think it was the uh, party in power? Or the opposition leader? Yeah, let us know. You can jump into our Facebook group, It Just Makes Sense Podcast Discussion Group, to let us know. You can follow us on Instagram at, at It Just Makes Sense Podcast. And you can follow me at WW Sam and the Buff. You can follow me at Jeff Seif on Twitter, 1F and Jeff. Jeff but. did such a good job, guys. Let him know. Oh, you're the cutest. Bye. Bye.